Hey guys, what is up? It's another episode of Shane Trains Cave. Um, so I have been a bit gone, I guess, past week or two. I've been a bit busy. I think I'll go over what I was doing. I was pretty busy. Um, I'll go into that real quick. Yeah, I um. So for those who don't know, I'm in business and management at my school, and I just got certified in marketing. I uh, have an internship I'm doing right now. Uh, I went to a business conference in Detroit. I had uh, some other stuff going on. I had a lot going on this week, but um, it is Saturday. I know I missed last Saturday, I think, and I missed the past Wednesdays. Two or one Wednesday. Um, it's because I was really trying to figure out how I want to do this. I, I'm I'm still kind of in the process of trying to work out if I want to do two a week, one a week, how I want to work it. I think Wednesday is a good day if I want to do two weeks. The problem is is that there's no real reason to do two a weeks when I can just post, you know, my opinions on Wednesday on Twitter because really I can sum up my Wednesdays, uh, my feelings on Wednesdays, on Wednesdays. In maybe one or two, in one or two sentences, really, really fastly, and just some jolt things. Sorry if you can hear the fan behind me. Hope not. It's boiling hot in this room I'm in, but um, there's been some stuff going on. I've been trying to keep up with the NFL. Um, I've been trying to keep up a few things with the NBA. So I think this episode will probably be a tad bit longer than an hour. It'll probably be an hour, ten minutes or so. Maybe. I don't know for sure. Um, but I'm definitely going to go over some things. I think I'm going to touch base on some teams. I'm going to touch base on how this week's going to look. I'm going to touch base on how the past weeks have been looking and how the teams have been looking and how some players have been doing, some headlines, some things have been going on, maybe some injuries, some things I've been surprised of, some things I haven't been surprised of, uh, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, um. And I was also thinking of making a new podcast. Well, another podcast, not a new whole new one. Well, it will be a new one. It won't be this one. Uh, but it'll, I'll still be making this one for sports stuff. But another one where I just talk about stuff that's going on. Uh, it, that'll probably be more me open, me talking more honestly about my opinions, stuff that's going on in the world, stuff like that. Because I, I do like doing this. Um, I do like doing a podcast every week twice a week but the problem is is that with sports at least right now is that i can't really do a chain trains cave on wednesday because there's nothing really going on then like there was the two because what i what can i talk about on wednesdays for the nfl so far the past games that happened um stuff that like i don't know i don't go too in deep i guess and stuff and i'm gonna plan on doing that more and i think i think it'll help doing that more if we just have one time a week so yeah, it'll be Saturdays. Whenever on a Saturday, I'll have just one episode a week, Saturdays, for Shane Train's Cave. It'll be all about um, it'll just be all about sports. And and it's gonna be a while until I get more into NBA just because of you know, nothing's really going on right now in the NBA. Not until October, which is next month, if I'm not wrong. Let me make sure I'm not wrong. Yeah, less than a week away, it started the NBA season, I think preseason maybe, I don't know, 
I'm trying to keep more in-depth and sports, but um, I know it's really early in, but I'm going to let the first, I'm going to let this ad sponsor go through, um, and then we're going to get on to talking about Antonio Brown once again. Every podcast is coming up. Every every episode he's in here talking about. Him. I'm going to talk about the final things that are going on, and I think I'm going to be done talking about him unless he does more things, which knowing him, he either likes being in the spotlight or he's just getting really unlucky with being in the spotlight. So right after this little little brief sponsor message, we're going to go right on to that. Are you a fan of sports? Do you love football? Do you love basketball, lacrosse, soccer? volleyball, whatever it may be or may not be, if you're interested in any type of sports or you know anyone that loves sports dearly but they can't afford to play the sports and they happen to be in school, may it be may it be elementary school, maybe junior high, maybe high school, may it be college, are they really into sports but they can't afford, let's say, the cleats. Say the cleats are really expensive or um, they can't afford uh, the clothes to really go and perform in that sport. Look no further than a new nonprofit called Sports for Anyone. Sports for Anyone's main goal is just to help kids and teens or, 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 or um, anyone that's interested in being in sports be able to afford the equipment or the cost to play in sports. Or if you're a college athlete, it help, it'll help cover maybe some tuition, but it'll be worked out. If you want to be able to get help with, with your sports and being able to afford it, Go to Sports for Anyone on Facebook, Sports for Anyone's page. It is sports, the number four, and anyone all together. It will be at sports number four, anyone all together, their page. Go to their page, message them, follow the page, like it, and they'll get back to you instantly. Personalized messages. You know, you're not going to go without, you know, you're going to get a message within 24 hours. And, and they're going to be on it, all right? And they're going to help you or anyone else you want to know. If, if you know, if you're sitting there and you got a friend named Steve, and, and you know, Steve is just a, a baller on the b-ball court. But he can't afford those new basketball shoes. You know, he's got those raggedy Nikes he's wearing the last two years in basketball. They're falling apart. The soles are falling off. And, you know, says, you know what? I'm not going to play basketball this year. I just can't afford it. My family, you know, they're, they're living paycheck to paycheck. The the amount of families that live paycheck to paycheck are insane nowadays, and 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 let's say Steve is one. Steve is a is a team. He he he's gotten scholarships, and you know he really wants to go play in college. But he just can't afford those new Nikes. He can't afford those new Adidas's. He, he can't even afford the the old Adidas's to just be able to go and play and, and ball out in the court he goes and plays on. Look no further than Sports for Anyone. Sports for Anyone will be able to help him out, get him the shoes he wants, the size he wants, anything and everything. To make sure he can go and play. Let's say Steve needs a cost. Let's say the coach says, hey, you made the team, but it's $20 to play. Steve's mom, unfortunately, she, you know, she might be a single parent, might be a double parent. Might, they might be working both jobs but barely covering the rent. Right? You know, Steve's dad's got to look at him and say, you know, I can't cover that $20. But the sports friend won't be able to cover that $20 to play, be able to cover the payment for the shoes. So yeah, look no further than sports number four, anyone, all together on Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash sports number four, anyone, all together, dot com. And you'll be able to get help with the cost for sports and the equipment for sports. All right, after that great little segment sponsor, 
Like I said, we're going to talk about Antonio Brown and issues he's had. Antonio Brown, um, if you haven't heard recently what's been going on with Antonio Brown, it has been just more crazy news about him. That shouldn't be too surprising to see. Um, he, if you haven't heard, he he decided he got cut from the Patriots. Which as a Patriots fan, makes me sad. I wish I I wish he could have been there longer. But you know, when you have so much stuff like this circling around you, it is hard to keep you. Um, so they cut him. After they cut him, um, you know, Robert Kraft said he wasn't going to pay him a cent of his bonus. There was a whole thing about him. Antonio Brown saying, tweeting out that he's done. With the, he's not going to play for another NFL team. He's mad that they, the owners can do whatever they want. Blah blah blah. Um, and then he just re-enrolled in school. He uh, he did a whole lot of things. Um, and basically, he's retired. I guess now. I mean, he didn't officially retire, but he said, you know, I'm I'm done. I'm not. I don't want to play for another team right now. So. Um, you know, honestly, that is the biggest headline to me. That's really stand out. I think the, the, the minor things within the game have been just, um, a bunch of quarterbacks being hurt, a bunch of rookies being astounding. Um, some big name rookies that have been astounding have been Gardner Minshew, Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray. Uh, those are two big. Those are three big names. A guy that I've been wanting to see is Dwayne Haskins, but he's been benched over for Case Keenum, which is the Redskins are doing what the Redskins want. I, I mean, Red, let the guy develop if you want him to. But uh, Ramsey is, is traveling with Jaguars Week Four, by the way. Uh, so they haven't traded him. More quarterback news. Uh, Cam Newton um, has been. I think the Cam Newton era, honestly, I think the Cam Newton era is kind of over in 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 in, New, in, uh, in Panthers territory. I think the Panthers, I think the Carolina Panthers are are, are done with them. Really. Uh, maybe, maybe they're not done with them, but I, I think it's that. I don't think Cam Newton's ever really been the same since he got sacked by Von Miller a bunch in Super Bowl Fifty. I think in that Super Bowl, maybe he sacked him and struck the ball from him, but. Did he also take his soul for the sport? I mean, when you look at pictures of him now for this season, he just doesn't – he looks drained. He doesn't look excited. He, he looks like he's done, and maybe he is. Maybe he – maybe it's another product of the Andrew Luck train. I'm not saying – I'm not saying Andrew Luck started anything with people getting done with the sport, but I mean, I, I think there's a, a – um, what's the word for it? Like a uh, an expectation that when you're in the league – and you're good at what you do. You stay uh, for a little. You stay for a solid amount of time, and then you you're done. You 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 can leave. I don't think there there's not because there's not a lot of the, yeah there's not a lot of people just leaving you know after uh, four or five years after six seven years. It's not a whole lot of players like that unless it's due to injury. Um, that didn't really happen with Andrew Luck. I know he was injured, but it, he wasn't leaving due to injury. He was leaving due to stress of the sport and the mental strain and constantly being injured and have to deal with that and then coming back and then getting injured and just all of that. 
I think Cam Newton, you know, he reached a high success that not every quarterback that's great in the world can say. He was able to reach a Super Bowl. <coughs> he he didn't get blown out in the Super Bowl. It was a close game. You know, he came to the Super Bowl prepared, and, you know, he kind of failed. And I think Cam Newton in that season and before that season was out there dabbing. He was out there uh, celebrating with the fans, handing ball, handing the ball off to fans after touchdown, getting fined for it, but didn't really care. He was being just excitable, uh, fun to watch. He'd be um, ex, uh, ex- thrilled to be out there. I'm trying to use bigger words, but he, he just looked fun. He looked happy. He looked at, he looked like he was enjoyed. And now, you know, I'm looking at a picture of him right now from this article, and he just looks sad. He looks sad. He looks strained. He's got the towel over his head. He looks like he's about to throw it in, honestly. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did, you know. Now, obviously, it could be the foot injury. I know, you know, you got to use your feet a lot, obviously, to walk and stuff. But I'm, you know, it, it could just be that. I doubt it is. He's looked the kind of like he's been draining after Super Bowl 50. You know, they haven't really had reached the same success. Obviously, they've lost some people, and they're not the same team as then, but, you know. When you when you're Cam Newton and you got a guy like Kyle Allen coming in throwing a bunch four touchdown passes to win over the Arizona Cardinals, I mean he was a backup. I didn't even know his name. Hell. So, I mean, I I think either I think Panthers right now have a have a big decision because of someone like Christian McCaffrey, which I think is a huge. Hugely uh, big running back. I think him and Saquon Barkley are probably going to be some of the two bigger names coming up in the next three, four years when someone like Le'Veon Bell leaves or um, uh, Kareem Hunt kind of go away. I think their names will be pretty bigger than they are now. They're already getting pretty big, and they're just they were just rookies last year, so it's insane to see them now. I think someone young like Kyle Allen would probably fit the description with Christian McCaffrey, and I think that would lead to another good, really good Panthers team. <clears throat> um, and I think they're excited and fun to be in the sport. They look like they're having fun playing. I think Cam Newton is just kind of it, – it is sad to see that because Cam Newton was actually like – though I hated the dabbing uh, when I saw it, though I, I, I did predict that he would lose in the Super Bowl – Though I've never been uh, a big a big on a train of the Cam Newton stuff, but he's been cool. He, he is a good quarterback, or was to a degree. Um, you know, quarterbacks that have kind of been in the league a long time and never really reached as long high success ever, but you know, have been pretty all right. Somewhat like Cam Newton have been Matthew Stafford, or um, you know, I think Philip Rivers kind of meets that side of the name. Though they did really good last season, you know, it didn't really translate to much um, playoff success. So I think right now we're going to see a, a big rise in names like Josh Allen, uh, uh, Kyle Allen, Kyler Murray, uh, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins. Um, one that, you know, not everyone knows, obviously. But is a name. Is from the Patriots. A quarterback that hasn't been used yet. 
would be someone like Jarrett Stridham. You know, I think when Tom Brady leaves, I think he might be a solid tight. He might be a solid quarterback. Um, but right now, you know, we're kind of getting out of the we're kind of getting out of the phase of the quarterbacks I kind of grew up with are leaving now. Like we're in the final years of Tom Brady. We're in the final years of Eli Manning. We're in the final years of you know Andrew Luck, which is gone. We're we're in the final years of Matthew Stafford. I feel like we're in the final years of um, Philip uh, Rivers. We're we're in Drew Brees and quarterbacks like that, guys like that. Aaron Rodgers, we're kind of in the final years of him now. Ben Roethlisberger, the same. Ben Roethlisberger actually is another quarterback that seems like Cam Newton, that has reached high success, but looks down now. Now that may due to different circumstances, such as the whole thing with Le'Veon Bell having holdout and and um. Having having issues with his leadership and having issues with Antonio Brown and the locker room stuff. Obviously, that contributes to that. But he looks like another quarterback that seemed like fun, but now it's kind of went away. Um, and you know that just happens. We're we're seeing more and more names like Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield and, and stuff like that. Um, guys that are a bit more and, and Patrick Mahomes, guys that are a bit more explosive at the quarterback position. Not saying no one was explosive before the quarterback position, but I mean, I think New England has found really good success with just an old style type quarterback that could just throw well. Like like Tom Brady is not explosive if you think about it. Tom Brady can win in clutch moments, but he's never had a really explosive play. Yeah, he juked out. Um, I can't remember his name, but a, a really good. Uh, Bears linebacker one time he juked him out barely though it was just him moving to the side and I I don't even think the linebacker expected that out of like 400 year old Tom Brady so I give it to the linebacker in that case what he gained 10 yards when like if if Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or maybe Kyle Murray were to go do that it would be insane it would be a huge uh gain but not here not with these guys So, yeah, um, speaking of names like Lamar Jackson and, and Baker Mayfield, both of them play against each other this coming up week. And I guess I'll protect that game right now. Baltimore is going to definitely take that game. Cleveland's been kind of inconsistent. I think Cleveland – I'm going to predict it right now because of the way I've been seeing the coaching going with Cleveland Browns. And just the history of the Cleveland Browns always have bad history, like just bad history and, and, and bad luck. The Cleveland Browns are going to be the new type of Detroit Lions in the next couple of years. Baker Mayfield's a solid quarterback. And yes, they're building stars around them, which is insanely good. They should be doing that. But, you know, they're letting things happen that are going to to uh, ruin the team. I, I believe, and when I coach, I really help, I really coach centers and linemen. I believe the small things matter way more than the bigger things. I think you can muck up the big things, but as long as you have the small things down, I think you can muck up the big things and still look good. I think if you're a center, let's just use him as an example, because I think center is the most important position on the field. If you can, you, if the center can, can have the great, a good footwork, he can have the good snap. He can have um, know the play, uh, know the count, everything. If he 
whiffs on his block, I think I think you can take away from that play some good things. If it's a young center, like in high school, you know, if he whiffs on the block or he whiffs on the snap but gets the block and everything else, I think you can take away from that and build on that sort of thing, foundation. That's the sort of thing I'm talking about with a coaching staff. I think the reason teams like um, New England have had such high success is because, you know, obviously I'm a New England fan, so yeah, I'll give them some bias, but think about it. They've had the same head coach. He's had the same philosophy. He's had the same just fucking mindset. He's had the same thing whole time. Okay, now obviously he's been a, a good coach most of his career, but he's had the same style, the same mindset, the same uh, requirements. He's he, he never changed. He's a solid coach. Bill Belichick, in my opinion, is the best coach among all coaches from now in the past and probably the next 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. I don't think anyone can match his same success because I think Bill Belichick as a coach does kind of has the same mindset, you know, focus on the small things. You know, he has, um, I think he has a list of standards that he, he follows by every player. He, he never chooses a favorite player. He never says after a game in a post game interview, I don't think he ever goes, Tom Brady was insane. Tom Brady's the best player we have. We would, we would, we would die with him. He doesn't act like that. He holds respect for the players. He doesn't let the players do stuff that like the Cleveland Browns are doing by letting Odell Beckham Jr. wear a watch in the game. All right? There's reasons there are rules, and you need to follow them. Though you may not agree with every rule in the NFL, though you may not agree with every rule in life, you have to follow them. Okay? That's just something that, that just happens. Life is sometimes unfair. It sucks that you want to wear a, a, a watch out there in the field. You can't. It's against the rules. You need to follow them. All right. It's just something that has to happen. All right. And and the fact that Cleveland Browns don't seem to be drilling into you know him like don't do this. Like if if Josh Gordon went out and wore a watch on the field, Bill Belichick would probably be on his ass. Now he wouldn't be on him on Twitter or Facebook or any of that because he doesn't really use social media. I follow Bill Belichick a long time. I follow the things he do. I read his book. I've I've watched a lot of his interviews. I know that he is just a hes a respectable dude. He's a dude that demands respect, but he doesn't do it in, a, in an asshole way. He, he does it by respecting his the players. All right. He, he, he has standards, his beliefs, and, and he probably has he has his own coaching style. He has his own things like I only hire guys that want to be head coaches. So he knows they're getting better and trying to make everyone else better. Though it may be selfishly trying to get better, because if they if the team looks good, then they look good, and then they'll go get a they'll get hired. Think about how many Patriot coordinators have been hired for head coaching jobs. There's Matt Patricia. There's uh, I can't remember his name, but he's the coach of the Miami Dolphins right now. Uh, there's been a lot of other Patriots that have gone and done other things. There's guys that are bringing offers to go other places and coach um, for head coaching jobs. It's it's because they're just so good, and they know what they're doing. Obviously, I know I went on the bandwagon about New England, but the Cleveland Browns, I can predict, will be like the next Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions have always been jumping from coach to coach. I don't remember the old coaches' names anymore because they just keep jumping. They're on Matt Patricia now, which I think they should stay with Matt Patricia because he's, he's a smart guy. Bill Belichick said he's a smart guy. 
Matt Patricia, I bet he believes he's a smart guy. I believe he's a smart guy. He was a defensive coordinator in New England. He's def- he's he's been with Super Bowls. He's been in big games. He's been in small games. He's been with the team for years. He knows what he's doing. He's building a solid Detroit team. But I think he's on the tail end of Matthew Stafford's career. He's on the tail end of some veterans there that maybe if he was there during their prime, things would be looking a bit different for them. I think that's going to happen with the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield's going to be a solid quarterback. He's going to be a franchise quarterback. But he's never going to be amazing with the team record. He's never going to be connected with a bunch of Super Bowls. Because I think the Browns are just a team that doesn't have a lot of – like they're trying to get a lot of flair, and I think they're forcing that flair. Baltimore Ravens didn't really force that flair. They got Lamar Jackson. They got um, Marquise Brown, I think is his name. They just Those guys just have flair. They're not forcing it. They're just having that flair. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, they got Patrick Mahomes. I don't think they ever expected him to do no-look passes and, and have a bunch of flair and just be running out of the pocket, bazooking passes down to fucking Kelsey. I don't think they were predicting that kind of stuff all the way every time. I think they just got lucky with it, and they just happen to have a lot of flair with that. I don't think they expected that with Kareem Hunt and him, uh, with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and and uh, I can't remember the wide receiver's name that's injured right now. You know, those type of guys, I don't think they predicted that kind of stuff all the time. I think that's flair that just happened to come upon them. And I think teams that are getting – I think there's a lot of teams that are getting really lucky right now. I think the Kansas – I think Carolina's getting really lucky. I think Carol. Um, I think uh, B- Buffalo's getting kind of lucky. Um, Indiana's Colts are getting kind of lucky. Uh, Baltimore Ravens are kind of lucky with the, with how the quarter these young quarterbacks are turning out, with how some of the younger players are turning out, with how the futures are looking. But there's always that chance to decline. I don't think. I think Cleveland's looking lucky, but I think it's false hope. I think it's finding gold, but it turns out to be pyrite. I think. I think. The, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put the team. For the next few years, I think Cleveland will be just a, a whole bucket of shite. I think it'll just be a whole pot of pyrite. You're finding fool's gold. I think the I think Cleveland Browns are fool's gold. I think that they're a team that thinks they're something, but they're not. And I think their coaching staff is a, is a joke. A good chunk of them are a good joke. I think they're putting Matt Baker Mayfield in situations where he'll fail. I think the Baltimore Ravens are doing the exact opposite. I think they're putting... Lamar Jackson in positions where he won't fail, where they know he'll do good, and that's why he's succeeding. And I think New England Patriots have done that thing the whole time with Bill Belichick, where Bill Belichick and the coordinators put Tom Brady in the position to win. They study, they play football to their benefits, they play to their strengths, and they play to the they play to teams' weaknesses, and they beat teams by by knowing their playbook. By knowing the other team's playbook, by beating the other team, and by knowing their playbook, by seeing the play, by having linebackers shout, 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 know the play, uh, stop the play, predict where it's going to go, know the statistics, know the numbers, know the analytics, know everything. I think that's been helping them. And I think Baltimore's been doing great with uh, using Lamar Jackson the way they are. I think Kansas City Chiefs have been good with just letting Patrick Mahomes kind of do how he does. And I think though these teams with these young quarterbacks have been doing really good are getting lucky, now it's on the team to steer the quarterback in the way that they want them. 
you know, to the Jets, where do they want Sam Darnold to go, you know? Are they going to guide him in the right direction? Are they going to guide him in the right path? Those are things that are hard to predict. Do I think the Jets will, will predict Sam Darnold in the right way? The poll says no, but I think yes. Will Buffalo do it in the right way? I think yes. Will, will uh, ba- Baltimore do it the right way? Yes. Will Carolina do it the right way? Yes. Will Indiana? Yes. Will Houston do that kind of thing? Not too much. Will Oklahoma do that, or uh, Oakland do that kind of thing? Probably not. Would Detroit do that thing now? Yes. Would Cleveland Browns do the right thing? No. Not that they're not doing the right thing, but I don't think they're doing it correctly. I think they're doing it the wrong, t- uh, the wrong type of way, and it's hindering them. <coughs> do I think Pittsburgh could do that right now? No. Do I think the Bengals could do that right now? No. Seahawks, yes. Chargers, possibly not. You know, there's a lot of teams, and the way that they are, and the way that they coach, and the way that their coaches are, and the fact that they change coaches all the time is hindering them a lot. I think the fact that the Cleveland Browns, I think, <clears throat> I think changing coaches a lot is a bad thing. That's obviously, that's a, a whole thing to know that's a bad thing. But they need to know that it is, it will hurt the teams. Now that I'm out of that, let's look at, we're not even going to look at the scores from week four, or week three. Um, what's there to know? Uh, Cowboy fans are, are, Creaming their pants because they're they're 3-0. and They're already thinking about Super Bowl aspirations. Do I think Dallas Cowboys will make the Super Bowl? No. Personally, I don't think Dak Prescott's that great of a quarterback. I think he's good. I think he's good. I'm not saying he's bad. I think he's good. Realistically, I think he's good. But he's nothing amazing to write home about. He's a solid quarterback. He's like a Matthew Stafford. I had to compare him to anybody. Uh, maybe not the same style or anything, but I think the same type of like, there's nothing to write home about him. Except, like, he's solid. <coughs> He'll play hard. He'll do what you want. Um, I don't think they'll make the Super Bowl. If they do, they'll lose. I think I think if Dallas and New England went to a Super Bowl right now, they're both 3-0, and I think Patriots would win. The reason I say that is because, I mean, right now, look at how Dallas has been. This is a problem that I think people don't ever look at. And this is what I've seen from me just being able to coach some kids. I know these guys aren't kids, but I know that they're not very far off from it, how they act. They had to face uh, New York, easy team, easy win. Washington, easy win. Uh, Miami, easy win. Now they're going to go face New Orleans, which isn't an easy win. New Orleans has been kind of shaky, but they're not an easy win. They're going to go face Green Bay, not an easy win. They're going to go face New York again. At New York, probably an easy win. Philadelphia, not an easy win. Another New York team. Both New York teams are easy wins in my opinion. Uh, the Minnesota, easy win. Detroit, not an easy win. I think Detroit is making a statement this season how they are. Then New England. They are going to face New England. November 24th. I think November 24th, if Dallas Cowboys somehow win the rest of the game so far, up till November 24th, they're going to get smacked. They're going to get smacked in Foxborough, okay? And I, I think they'll lose to Philly. I think they'll lose to Green Bay, and I think they'll lose to New Orleans. Or I know for sure they'll lose against New Orleans this coming up week. 
The reason I know that'll happen is because I know that I bet they're getting too cocky. The Miami Dolphins are not a good team. If you beat them by a lot, then you should be beating them by a lot. The Patriots in Week 2 beat them by a lot. They were supposed to beat them by a lot. Now, what's weird about New England and and here okay, here's the three teams that have been playing that played the Dolphins so far. It's been the Baltimore Ravens, the New England Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys. Three pretty good teams this season. All three teams or two of the teams got scored on. One team didn't. Obviously, you guys probably know what that already is. That's the New England Patriots. Now, the New England Patriots have been getting talked about because their defense is really good this year. I think their defense has always been good. But I think their defense has been a bit more astonishingly good due to just how they've been. Like, just more players are seeming to, to spike out more now. I think the Patriots' defense has always been good. I think they were insane in the Super Bowl. I think they were insane in the Super Bowl against... Falcons. I think the Falcons just the Falcons were like an early breed of the Kansas City Chiefs. They were a pretty good team with a lot of like a lot of good players. They had a good running back. They had a great t- quarterback. They had a great tight end. They had a great uh fullback. They had a great fucking uh wide receiver, tight end, all that kind of stuff. They had great players all around. Another team that actually surprisingly is kind of like the road of the road of Cam Newton is in the Panthers is the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan is just not as good as he was a couple years ago with them, or not as good. Not that he's not as good, but he his team has never played as well. I think losing losing that big in a Super Bowl is just draining to 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 be the predicted team to win and really believe that you'll win and then losing I think really hinders a team because if you look at a great team that have went to the Super Bowl and then lost just have not performed as well the LA Rams are three and0 all right now here's my prediction for the Super Bowl and I don't know if I've already made this this year I think it's either gonna be the Dallas Cowboys or the LA Rams up against the Patriots. I think the Patriots still control the AFC. And I think if, if, if Tom Brady plays next year and Bill Belichick's still fine and they both play, I think the New England Patriots will kind of control it again next year. I don't think there's really any teams coming up in the AFC that are like going to beat out the Patriots. I think the Bills are up and rising. I think Miami's trying to build up now. They're trying to rebuild now. So they're obviously not going to be beating them out. But, I mean, if you look at the AFC, there's not anything too scary to look at. I'm not, there's nothing scary going on in the AFC. I mean, there really isn't when you think about it. Think about the AFC teams. Bills, they're building up. Dolphins, they're, they're rebuilding right now. Jets are building up. Baltimore Ravens seem like a scary team, but I think – they have some flaws the Patriots can play to. The Browns, I'm not even going to get started on them. They're gonna, they would fail against the Patriots right now. The Bengals are an all right team. The Pittsburgh Steelers, we've already seen them get mollywhopped by the Patriots. Um, the Houston Texans, surprisingly, they never really seem to be that great to me. They're mediocre. The NLF is called. I think they're building up. 
Jacksonville Jaguars are pretty surprising this year, but they're one and two. They're building up. Tennessee Titans. Marcus Mariota needs to leave town. He's he's been here for a while. He's done. They've gotten the most they can out of him. They need to find a new guy. Kansas City Chiefs. The, probably the most dominating team that could beat out the Patriots, honestly. But they got they got whopped on that. Well, I mean, they didn't get whopped on in the playoffs, but they lost last year in the playoffs. And I don't think they're going to do anything different to beat out the Patriots. The Oakland Raiders, they're 1-2. and two. I'm not going to see anything too surprising for them. L.A. Chargers had a great season last year. Right now they're 1-2. and two. They need to win some games before I can I can feel like they'll be a danger. I don't think they will right now. The Denver Broncos are a team that's trying to build up off what they have with Philip Lindsay and and, and you know young guy like uh, Drew Locke behind them. What are the biggest competitions in the NFC? What the Dallas Cowboys? They've had a really easy schedule. I think they're going to be three and one this week, and I think next week they might be three and two, if I'm predicting it right now. The Philadelphia Eagles are two and two. They're not that scary to look at. New York Giants are not that scary. Now their quarterback, they're building up. They could be pretty scary. Washington Redskins, nothing too scary about them. Detroit Lions are two zero and one. Realistically, they should be two and one. If I got to be honest, they really shouldn't have tied that game if they're going to let Arizona come back. A team with it's his first rookie game, and you let him come back like that. Shame on you, Detroit. Should be two and one. They would be really lucky if it was three and zero. But they they got kind of let off with a warning, so two zero and one. So they're technically undefeated. They're leading the conference, even though Green Bay is three and one. Which I mean, Detroit's probably going to be up there with two one and one. Green Bay really isn't that scary. Aaron Rodgers. I'll settle the debate now. Aaron Rodgers is not a better quarterback. Records don't matter, and records don't matter depending on how good you are. You could be anyone and break records, but you can't be anyone and win Super Bowls. You can't be anyone and win a bunch of Super Bowls. Okay? <clears throat> if you look at a graph comparing uh, Packers or Aaron Rodgers compared to to Tom Brady, it would be insane on how better Tom Brady would be. I'm not. I'm taking out the Tom Brady and the Patriots fanboyism. Legitimately, Tom Brady is just a be- is the best quarterback out out of all the NFL right now and in the past. I think he's better than, than all other quarterbacks. Not even most all other quarterbacks. <clears throat> There's not a quarterback I can name that even comes close to Tom Brady in his prime. Think about how old Tom Brady is. He's still really in his prime. He hasn't declined. Aaron Rodgers seems to be declining. If you even bring up that bullshit factor of, oh, he had a lot of fourth, he had some fourth quarter comebacks, and Tom Brady can't exactly do that. Bull fucking shit. I've heard that argument been used against me before in arguments against Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Eat dog shit and die. <clears throat> think about a think about a huge comeback. Green Bay's had on a huge throw from Aaron Rodgers against the Detroit Lions. It was fucking lucky. It was fucking lucky. He should have been brought down by the defensive players. He didn't. He slipped out like butter. Then he threw the ball, and thank God the Detroit Lions just happened to suck major dick in big moments. Think about how many times the Detroit Lions have just whiffed on big moments where they could have won a game, and they just whiffed on it. 
that's just that just happens to be bad luck, or that just happens to be they suck dog, dog ass. So Green Bay gets lucky with a lot of their comebacks. New England doesn't. I don't think Green Bay could ever be like a team and come back in a huge Super Bowl down 28-3. You know who could? The only team that really could, New England Patriots. Teams like Dallas Cowboys or New Orleans Saints and other teams like that would just give the fuck up. They would not care and they would not try. New England's the only team with someone like Tom Brady who is just fucking playing with a chip on his shoulder even though he's regarded as the GOAT. He doesn't even like being called the GOAT, but he fucking is. He is the best. And if you even try to compare him to some mustache, pussy-eating faggot named fucking Aaron Rodgers, he ain't even coming close. So no, Green Bay is just not scared. They may be 3-1, but 3-1 is not that scared. Minnesota Vikings, they're building up. The Chicago Bears. Michael Trubisky's okay. I think I still want to see more from him before I really decide if he's going to be great. More of like playoff game signing. They're an all right team. Though they may be fourth in their conference, I think they'll jump up. I think they'll beat over Minnesota. I think they'll beat over the Lions. I think they might beat over Green Bay. <clears throat> New Orleans Saints really aren't that great of a team. They got lucky week one for that lucky win. Really, they should be one and two, but they're not. So, you know, it's not easy to probably come with wins in the league. Give it to them. They're two and one. They lead in the conference. Uh, Buccaneers have been fumbling the ball since week one, really. But I think Jameis Winston's slightly coming together. Atlanta Falcons are just dog ass. Carolina doesn't know what's going on. Luckily, they got some. They they're just a giant turd with some diamonds shining through, with uh, Kyle Allen and uh, Christian McCaffrey. What else is there next? L.A. Rams, probably the biggest team to defeat. I think the L.A. Rams could jump up and defeat Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> and I think they could definitely get a rematch against the New England Patriots. But I think the New England Patriots would beat them again. Sorry, Sean McVay, you're a young court, you're a young coach. I think you're a good coach, but I don't think you're a great coach. I think you're good, but not great. Um, Jared Goff. You're a good quarterback, but I don't think you're anything too special. I think you're just another quarterback that happens to come into this league. Todd Gurley, you look older than Tom Brady, how your body is just crumbled. You're not a great running back anymore. You're solid. You're nothing like Frank Gore, unfortunately. You're not going to be able to somehow be 40 and somehow keep a good running body. Sorry, but I don't think LA is going to be able to do much. I think they're still a good mid. I think they're a good season team. I think they. I think they have some solidness for like fantasy, but nothing much. <clears throat> I think a team that is going to be able to sneak up and maybe if LA makes a lot of mistakes in a playoff game and the 49ers are able to capitalize, or Cowboys make a lot of mistakes and the 49ers can somehow capitalize. I think the 49ers could make a solid issue run. <coughs> Though that depends on injuries and stuff, but I think they could do solid. Seahawks have just been shaky. I think that we need to see more before I can say anything there. Arizona, you're oh two and one. I think you were a solid team. I think you're coming up, but nothing too great to see from you right now. <clears throat> so yeah, there's nothing crazy to see from this NFL team. I personally predict. Patriots will win, and I think most realistic people know that Patriots will probably win. I think they're number one in the power rankings. If I had to make power rankings, New England's probably number one. I think number two would probably be Kansas City. 
uh, or Baltimore. The things with Kansas City, though, is that they are losing some star talent. But the problem is just getting a lucky schedule. But the, here's the thing. I think the reason why – because I've always wondered, why does Detroit beat really good teams? And I think here's what happens. I think that the Detroit Lions have the ability to play really good and really bad. But they can't stay consistent. I think that is a – that is about – 30, 40, maybe 50% of it. The other 50% was probably more of the really good teams just play down to the Lions, and that leads to that 150% of them being able to play good or bad, be able to jump up and play better than the good team because they're playing down to their level because maybe they're just trying to get rusted for the next big game they have coming up. And I think that leads the Lions to beat big teams. So that's why... I think the fucking game that's going to be weird of the week, I think the Detroit Lions are going to somehow make up. They might come out with a win. Now, I really, really, really want to see Kansas City lose this game. I think that would be hilarious. I think that would be fun to see that they lose this game. Do I think the Kansas City Chiefs will lose? Not really. But I think the Lions might be able to edge out. It's really hard to see it happening, but it would be fun to see. Tennessee versus Atlanta. What an easy game to predict. Uh, obviously, uh, Tennessee. Dallas Cowboys versus New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints. Baltimore versus Browns. Baltimore. Uh, Carolina Panthers versus Houston Texans. Uh, I'm going to put up Panthers. Raiders versus Colts. This is my game of the week. I'm taking the Colts. Though the past two weeks have been really close for Jacoby Bursett, I think he's going to hedge out, and I think he's going to do really good against the Raiders. Though the Raiders have um, um, that rookie from Alabama that has been great and he's leading the rookies in rushing yards, but then again, who else was a great running back in the draft? Not much else. So that's not high, that's not weird to see. I'm definitely going to take the Colts and Jacoby Bursett and his rise to fandom. Uh, LA Chargers versus Dolphins. LA Chargers once again. I'm sorry, Dolphins. You're gonna go 0 and 4. You guys are just gonna get Molly Watham in the season. You're gonna have to deal with it. Uh, you might get a one win somewhere, which would be nice to see. Just one win for Miami fans. <clears throat> uh, Redskins versus Giants. Uh, Giants um, because Daniel Jones is in and Eli Manning is fine with being sat out. If Dwayne Haskins would be in, I think I'd put that game as my game of the week. But Dwayne Haskins just isn't starting anymore. Uh, Seahawks versus Cardinals. I'm going to put Cardinals. Seahawks have lost a bit, of, a lot of defensive prowess over the past couple of years, and I think that's going to be the Cardinals' benefits after Kyle Murray is fixing some things. Buccaneers versus Rams. Rams are going to take that game. Vikings versus Bears. This is a pretty good rivalry matchup. I'm going to take Bears over Vikings. And Jaguars versus Broncos. I'm going to take Jaguars. And Bengals versus Steelers. I'm going to take Bengals. That is my... Predictions for the games. Oh, that's pretty much it. I think um, I think I'm gonna wrap up with this um, because I really do need to figure out more things about this. I I, I film these really late, so I'm kind of tired. And I get through them really quick, and I'm I get really sidetracked and getting angry with stuff. So um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna make the update here. I'm gonna make one of these a week. I'm gonna make one Shane Train's Cave a week. 
It's going to be on Sunday, Saturdays. Um, <clears throat> and then it'll just be me talking about the last week's games, talking about the upcoming next week's game, talking about the Thursday game, the night uh, one nights before, stuff like that. Um, then when basketball season comes, I might do two a week since more is coming on. Um, but I next episode, next week, I'll probably be talking about the, the new podcast I'll be starting, which is just me talking, rambling, because I do like talking twice a week and just rambling to myself at a computer and then seeing it on Spotify and watching my friends come up to me and go, that was really stupid. Why are you making this? I go, thank you. I love it. And it's just going to make